Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Hello and welcome to another episode of Surveyor Says. My name is Tim Birch uh, and while it's been a few weeks, yes, we've got the FIG Working Week 2023 in our rearview mirror. Uh, the first episode back, well, why not have somebody that was there? And we thought well, this would be an a, actually a great conversation to have because uh, this young lady I met earlier this year at the, I think we met at the New York, New York Society uh, uh, conference earlier this year. I think that was right. Not right, Ashley. Yes, it was. Okay. Cause I, I want to make sure, cause I went to Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New, New York, and I want to make sure I get them all right. But, but today we're speaking with Ashley Metz and, uh, what intrigued me about Ashley from, from the get go was I've, I've seen her and being very active with young surveyors, uh, and within the, the the New York Society, nice apples. I still have trouble saying nice apples all the time. Um, but the fact is that Ashley's very, very uh, committed, very uh, engaged with uh, with the, the New York Society. So after seeing her on a panel discussion up there in New York and having a chance to talk to her and then talking about the uh, the upcoming FIG Working Week at that time, and she really seemed intrigued and, and and wanted to see what it was all about. Well, long story short is able to work with the uh, Nice Apples, uh, so the actual association and the foundation, and they helped her get to the FIG Working Week. So, Ashley, I, please tell us a little bit about yourself, how, why, uh, you know, and really, I guess, um, who, who are you? Where, you know, where are you from? Uh, and where's your current employment? And then we'll get into the whole uh, association and FIG stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, again, my name is Ashley Meth, and I work as a survey technician at MJ Engineering in Clifton Park. Uh, we're about a medium-sized company um, that does surveying and engineering work. Um, and uh, like you said, I've been involved with a lot of the stuff from Nice Apples. Um, it is a little bit strange because it, it is just Nice Apples. It, you know, <laughs> for something, but it does sound a little strange. Um, but I've been with them for about five years at this point, um, and I haven't wanted to look back. Well, that's great. That's great. Um, so I, every surveyor has a story. And the, the, the one, you know, the one initial story is why surveying? How did you get engaged in surveying? I mean, was there a family connection? Was there a friend connection? What, what dragged you into this, uh, this wonderful profession? I did not have your typical, my dad was a surveyor. I became a surveyor story. Um, my dad was involved. He took one college course at a community college of land surveying. Um, he took it just, just to take it, just to see what it was all about. Um, and then he never went anywhere with it. And in high school, 
my high school offered a shadowing program where you would go to a professional, ask them if they'd be willing to take you on um, for a couple weeks. And then during the day, during that block of time that you would have at the school, you would actually travel to um, the office, do some work there um, and gain experience in a trade. And I did that um, for surveying in a, you know, a local uh, business at the time that I was, uh, that I went to work for after I graduated from college. Um, so it, it was a fantastic experience where, you know, you gained knowledge and you actually, like I said, I, I started working for this company right out of school. So it was a very good connection um, to be able to just enter right into the workforce. But that's really like, I'm, it, it sounds bare bones, but that's it. <laughs> Well, that's okay. I mean, that, that, that is a, that is quite an acceptable answer. It really is because like I said, every surveyor has got, has a story of how they got started. Um, and that, that's, that is a good one that the fact that there was enough there to, to, uh, pique your interest and drew you in. Um, I guess my next question is, uh, it just seems like the younger generations have, uh, less involvement in, associations and uh, civic groups and various things. So uh, what is it about the involvement with the New York society that I that, like I said, that kind of pulled you in because you are quite involved with them. And I, I really impressed with, with uh, the, the, the amount of uh, the amount of things that you have done with them. What, what drew you into wanting to, to uh, want to be associated with, with nice apples? Well, we heard how my dad influenced me. Now we get mm -hmm. to hear how my mom influenced me. Um, my, yep. When <laughs> I was working, she uh, worked with a number of organizations volunteering. And um, that really influenced me. I saw how much that, you know, she gained from that um, in her own career. And so as soon as I knew the career I wanted to go into, I started looking for ways to involve myself in the organizations for the career that I um, was working in. And, I, you know, I've gained so much from interacting with people with my own region, you know, the Eastern region, um, and also at the state level, you just learn so many people and you can learn from those individuals. Um, so that that's probably been my biggest bonus to getting involved in those organizations um you know you're not gonna you're not gonna go anywhere with, just by yourself you really need to make connections at some at some level within your community within the state um or even you know nationally oh exactly and like i said that i guess that's the one thing that and uh i you know it's the good and bad of social media and especially linkedin uh, and and being able to connect with people and to be able to also then watch people's careers and see what they're engaged in. And so, I mean, that's one, that's how I got to to recognize what you were doing in your career was all of the things you were engaged in within nice apples and such. So uh, no, it's, it, you're right. It, it is a good way to not only just promote a, a, a great profession and, and what your own little personal brand, what you're doing, but uh, it is a good way for the, the, the profession to really kind of draw together so much. Um, 
Plus, it's also good to having having met and engaged and uh, become contemporaries with a lot of great people within Nice Apples. Um, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna really call out uh, Ricky and Patty Brooks. Uh, they're they're to me they're they're uh, they're the 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 cream of the crop when it comes to to uh, to New York surveyors. And uh, I know you've got a, a a a close relationship with them. Yes. Yeah. They're, they've been very good, um, you know, people to look up to, um, as along with, I think you spoke with Jennifer Reef on your podcast here in the past. She was actually on one of our diversity panels or our, yeah, our diversity panels, um, that we had had at nice apples in the past. And, you know, any person that you meet, you can learn something from, um, it's just making sure that you keep an open mind to, to all of that. But certainly, uh, Patty uh, uh, Brooks has been, you know, somebody that I, personally I've looked up towards, um, just as a as a goal. Exactly, and yes, I'm glad you you mentioned Jen because, uh, yeah, she was a great uh, had a great conversation with her. It was, it's been nice to get to know her as well because, um, it, you know, it's nice to have those types of role models and people that want to, that that truly want to see people like yourself uh, do well in this profession because they've done well in this profession and really kind of, you know, they hate it when you call them trailblazers, but they really in in their own ways, they are because they're in your, they're in your area, they're in your region and they're, they're quite good and successful at what they do. It really gives you a, gives you a little more confidence that what you're doing, you can, you can follow those same, a similar path and, and, and do just as well. Absolutely. Well, I want Let's jump into the FIG working week because, you know, th- th- besides getting to to meet you and know you a little bit in New York, it was it was just an absolute pleasure to get to know you that much more and and see the things that intrigued you with the with the involvement uh, down at uh, the working week. So I guess my my first question would be, it, when I when I was up at New York and I was explaining it and trying to trying to gauge, you know, people's interest, especially from, uh, from the, the, the younger surveyors. Um, did you have any kind of expectations? What did you think you were going to, to experience uh, coming down in there to a, a, an international conference that would be, you know, really different than anything you'd ever been to before? Yeah, I kind of, I looked at it at face value on the, on the website. I went, you know, I went to the website and I read as much as I possibly could. And I tried not to form any opinion of it before I went down because I didn't want to have like, I didn't want to have a already assumed bias kind of uh, thing. That way I would be able to experience it at face value and just take in as much as possible. Um, so when I started looking into what was available, you know, some of the general assembly um, presenters and you know, getting down into the nitty gritty of the um, technical sessions. I was overwhelmed, to be honest. <laughs> yes, it can now, be a little bit. <laughs> the amount of information that was there for myself and for everybody else that uh, was able to go, just there was, if you wanted to li- hear about it, it was there between, you know, the new technologies and drones and uh, datums that are coming up or, you know, conversations about equality and 
women's rights to own land. Like you ran the gambit um, between every topic, topic involving surveying, um, which I thought was, you know, I, I knew I wouldn't be able to go to everything, but I just couldn't wait to go. <laughs> Um, but when I, I really focused in on the young professionals um, group that was offered before the, um, the actual working week, I was extremely excited to see that there was something for young professionals run by young professionals. Um, because I, you know, coming from Nice Apples, we have the young professionals committee um, that I sit on and we have a number of things that we do. Um, but we really are looking for how can we push it further? How can we take what we're doing now and push it farther? Um, and so I was very excited to be able to learn from people, you know, within the States and also from across the uh, whole world, um, to hear what they were doing and what was working for them, what struggles they were facing, um, and, you know, how we can learn and how we can support them as well. Exactly. Well, good, good. Because yeah, you're, you're right. I had that same conversation with a couple of others that I was really trying to prod along to make, you know, to give them the opportunity to be able to experience something that like I said, would be something completely different from a local chapter meeting, from a state conference, from even, even our, um, our business meetings and even the, the student competition where the, the young surveyors have gotten together the last several years. So I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm just so pleased you were able to make it down and had that initial of, oh, wow, I've got a bunch to choose from. So um, I guess one thing I wanted, wanted to ask you um, in getting together with, uh, with the young surveyors, um, were you able to share with, uh, I mean, getting to meet young surveyors from around the world, but also able to share in, you know, what's, what the commonalities with uh, what's in your careers and then also to share, you know, what is different. And I guess that's the been that for me personally, uh, as a surveyor, the beauty of getting to know, not just uh, national, you know, surveyors from across the country, but now surveyors from across around the world that uh, we're doing the same things, but there are differences and being able to hear about those differences. So I guess I'm curious what your take was hearing from the international young surveyors uh, what, how, how they, they approach their profession. I think the biggest difference that I noticed was the approach on licensure. Um, in New York specifically, uh, there's a certain way that you get your license and it does vary state to state in the, um, country. But then as you get out into the wider world, um, it does vary even more. I was talking to somebody um, from Great Britain and they, they talked about licensure and it was uh, a chartered surveyor and you became a chartered right. surveyor specific um, field. You don't become a licensed land surveyor. You just, you're focused on one thing specifically. So I was speaking to a licensed land surveyor, but he didn't know how to run a total station. So it, it was just an eye-opening experience where it was like, okay, we're all, we're all surveyors here. We're all, you know, we've got the commonality of, we probably like history. We probably do well with numbers. 
Um, but it was just so different to hear like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to use a total station. I don't know. I don't know how to run a level. Um, so that, that was probably the biggest difference that I had heard from across the world. Um, I think one of the most common issues that I ran into was that, you know, our young professionals were not getting the training uh, time that we need uh, that, you know, everybody's looking to get hired someplace where they can have a mentor where they can get time, you know, talking with people and just gaining experience um, instead of just being sent out into the field and, you know, pushing buttons. So there is a, um, a very common theme across that, you know, everybody wants to learn and they want to be good at what they do. Oh, exactly. And, you know, that was one thing that did strike me in talking to uh, Shirley from, from Zimbabwe and, and a few others that, you know, even the mentoring programs they have set up in Africa for the young surveyors, that there is a significant amount of young surveyors there, which is fantastic, but they don't have nearly enough seasoned surveyors that are willing to step up and be mentors to all of these surveyors. Um, and so that, you know, I, like I said, I just, it is an, and it's an interesting challenge. You know, I, I wish we had that many more young surveyors to, to have that type of a problem, but, um, but at the end of the day, it's still a problem. And uh, you really, really feel for them that, you know, you've got a whole group of um, like I said, it's an incredible amount of, of, of young women in, in Africa that are, that are surveyors that they're looking for that, uh, that mentorship. They're looking for that guidance and uh, they just don't have the, the, the resources just aren't there to do that. So uh, it, it really makes you think about how we, we, we approach things here. And, um, you know, for me, you know, and seeing somebody like yourself and having, having a Jen, having a Patty to be able to lean on, on some things from time to time, um, I think is, you know, just makes it that much more important that, that those situations are, that can get done. Um, the one other thing I did want to touch on, um, and I'm so glad you were you were uh, available and able to 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 work with us was the little panel recording discussion we had about about mental health and how the the serving profession really needs to take a a little better deeper look in how our people are doing uh, on the mental health side. And so I guess my my question to you is, did you have a good takeaway from that? And what uh, what can we learn from that conversation with that uh, with with what I thought was a very widespread and uh, diverse group of people? Yeah, absolutely. I really enjoyed um, that entire conversation that we had. However, it gets um, broken out. I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes of that. Um, I thought it was wonderful to be with so many people that I had met throughout the week. Um, and then be able to sit down and have a conversation with them um, because I these people were people that we had ta I talked to already and I felt very comfortable around them um, and then to hear some of their experiences and be able to share some of mine um, was was very good and I think that right there is what the um, profession needs I think you know having a level of conf uh, confidence, having a level of confidence to just be able to go down the hallway and speak to your coworkers or speak to your um, your boss, knowing that you won't come across a certain way or 
um, be perceived a certain way. I think that really has a significant advantage um, because, you know, when you're always on the defensive, you're always going to be worried about, well, is my work, you know, is my work going to be hindered by this or is my job going to be hindered by this? But um, certainly that conversation, you know, brought some great topics up um, for discussion. I think one of the the biggest ones was just having time uh, to to do your job, and maybe not from a nine to five type work day, but whenever you are the most productive. Um, because certainly, I get in at seven o'clock in the morning. You know, I get the job done. It's not like I'm not doing work, but if I work right. noon to eight, <laughs> you'd probably get a more productive time out of me because I'm a night owl. I'm not functioning in the, well, I'm functioning in the morning, but I'm not to my tip top. Um, right. Right. So that, and that was something that I had not heard of. I, I, you know, when COVID hit, I was laid off from my first job and I had about two weeks where I didn't have a job. And then I was hired right on after that. And I went right back into the office. So I never worked from home. Mm. Uh, so I never got exposed to what working from home was like. Um, so I, I felt a little bit like, I don't really understand what these people are talking about because I, I've always been in the office. <laughs> um, but I, you know, it's a great, it's a great idea. Um, and another good conversation that came out of it was having uh, something our company does here at MJ engineering uh, is having um, a therapist you know available it, through your health insurance um, to be able to really if there is something to talk about or if there's just you know you want to have a monthly check-in um, there is something to be said about having a company that really cares about you enough to offer these services um, because it really does show that they care about you. They care about your job, your job. And, you know, they're going to, they're going to help you through whatever situation you find yourself in. Well, that's great. That's uh well, shout out to the company there that, uh, that they do, they do value you all enough to be able to do something like that. That's, and that, and that's really part of what we were trying to start that conversation there in uh, Orlando with, uh, with uh, the connect and reflect lounge. Uh, we'll, we're going to continue to try to, to host that uh, at, at FIG events and beyond. We are, yes, I'm working with Claire um, out of Australia. We are going to disseminate that recording with uh, and, and transcribe it down to try to do some and, and share that. I, like you said, I thought there was like, it was a great conversation. There's a lot of great takeaways from uh, some people in the industry that I've gotten to know the last couple of years, mostly uh, online, that it was finally nice to meet some several of them. And uh, it was a great conversation and uh, it really, really highlighted the things that, that are important uh, going forward to make sure that we're, you know, said professionally, yes, we're, we're most, you know, everybody's pretty good at their jobs, but uh, there's, there's just not enough. Sometimes it's really concentrating on the person themselves and not necessarily just the job they do. So um, your, and your input was, 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 was very, very uh, well received there as well as, as well. So Thank you for for being available for that. Um, I guess my my last question, as far as the working week goes, in is 
any major takeaways? Uh, what did what's your what was your final thought as you were uh, getting out of Orlando? And what have you th- what have you thought about the working week uh, since that time? I think um, the biggest takeaway I had was a new energy um, because everybody there at that conference, and it's similar to when you go to your annual conference. Um, you know, everybody's got so much energy here. You're having a good time. You're learning new things. You're getting, you know, re-energized. Um, there was a time probably about for the last six months where I was, I was happy where I was and I didn't really know if I wanted to go for my professional license. Um, I'm happy to say that I'm back at it. (laughs) I'm going for my professional license. So I think, um, the, you know, the friendships that I made and the connections um, are another big takeaway, but really just the drive to get back into it and really start working towards uh, licensure and, you know, whatever I, I can do to help uh, Nice Apples and our Young Professionals Committee was probably the biggest takeaway. Good, good. And uh, as you should, I mean, that's uh, I, I'm pleased to hear that, uh, you know, that was part of your takeaway because it is, it's, it, to me, it was, it was a, it was a, a really good, uh, experience. Uh, and, you know, cause one of the things that I, I appreciate about FIG and really where some of the, the, the world perspective, as far as our profession is, um, and don't get me wrong, we still have a long ways to go even around the world. Um, but it just does seem like there is this more, more of a, of a push, um, for, for diversity and for some equity and inclusion. Now, that being said, it was, it's still interesting. Like you said, with some of the, the, the sessions, it, it's amazing to me that there are places in the world where women still are not allowed to hold title to, to property. Uh, they, you know, they, there's a lot of places where there's, there still is women's rights, um, lacking, but the profession itself, it seems like it is expanding to, to allow a, a, a lot more of a diversity, diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, especially when it comes to women. And uh, that's, that was a big thing I took out of it. And I'm hoping that that, uh, that, that was something that uh, uh, a lot of young women came, came away with. Yeah, absolutely. I know we had a, um, one of the technical sessions was, you know, more geared towards women. And I did attend that one. Um, and I thought it was wonderful. You know, it, it was something that was new with having multiple different presenters. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought that was actually very good because you got more than just one perspective. Um, and then the panel that followed it just had lots of good questions and lots of uh, good responses. Yeah, I think so too. And it, it you know, it's nice. I mean, especially with uh, you know the new FIG president, uh, Diane is uh, you know she's a um, while she's this actually the second uh, female uh, president within the last three, but I mean she's continuing this uh, this push towards uh, you know a, a much more diverse uh, leadership, and that's 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 what I think is important. What I see, and you know, and then some of the people like you said that we we may meet along the way that there there's there's women in significant leadership roles uh, in surveying from around the world. And I, that's I think that's a good. Uh, a good goal for for our organizations within the United States to continue to try to try to press on as well. Um, 
so you you had a chance to 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 see what's surveying is from around the world you got a taste for some of that um anything that you saw out there that uh you know really things that we can bring back here that we should learn that we should maybe think about implementing um any i guess just anything for, that was inspirational to you to to try to change some things within within the surveying profession and our attitudes here in the united states well, maybe not something as broad as that, but um, when we spoke the second day of our young uh, young professionals group, uh, somebody from the Get Kids Into Surveying uh, program spoke with us, and you know I had been following them. Um, if you know you can go online and get a whole free sticker pack, um, and so I had already done that because the women's um, there's a, a women's organization for surveying and I wanted one of their stickers. So I went online and I just ordered that one, but somehow I managed with all of the stickers. Yep. Um, I think, you know, advertising isn't something that we really learn about um, as surveyors. And, you know, our young uh, professionals committee in New York um, has a new initiative for, it's called Soldiers to Surveyors. Um, yes, good. Yeah, we're looking to get um, soldiers who are retiring or uh, veterans from the military into serving. And I definitely think stickers are in our future. (laughs) Good, good. No, that, and it's, you know, even if it's just something small and um, it's it's not insignificant, but it's just something small and meaningful like that. Yes, as long as you, you know, there's always a takeaway. good and bad, what to do, what not, what not to do and, and things to learn from. So yes. And uh, you're right between uh, the, the women's survey summit and the future and the future surveyors foundation. Um, and, and yes, there is becoming more and more of a, of a push and a, and a, and a realization that there is a whole group of uh, military veterans that are coming out of their service uh at, at still at a young age and they, they need, they're looking th- like everyone they're looking for a career they can the, they can uh, step into and enjoy so yeah and i know that uh amber and the crew up there at, uh, at nice apples is starting to put that together um that's that's fantastic and i'm i'm glad you mentioned it here because it's something that does need to be promoted more and more uh, as, as as much as we possibly can yeah absolutely they you know mo- some of their training is um purpose built for becoming a land surveyor um, you know, even if they just went through basic training, they know how to cover ground, they know how to read a compass. So they're, they're halfway there, so to speak. Yep, that is good. Well, I'd like to being, uh, being uh, respectful of your time. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see about wrapping this up. But I, so I have one question for you as a young surveyor. How does the future of surveying look to you? I mean, you just said you're going to go ahead and and uh, chase down that professional licensure. So I'm hoping it's a little bit positive, but uh, what's the future look like to you? Well, it's certainly positive. You're not going to go anywhere unless it's positive. Um, So I definitely see, you know, surveying, it's come so far. It's the second oldest profession, but it hasn't changed that much from the original. Um, I definitely see us 
sticking with the new technology that comes available to us. Um, certainly, Lancering is not going to go very far if we don't evolve with the new technology. Um, so I definitely see us, you know, embracing new technologies, but still sticking to, you know, our standards and not compromising on that. Um, because I think it's very important that, you know, we're known for being the numbers people. You know, mm -hmm. yes, the, 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 and they're the numbers people, they're good with math, but surveyors, we know how to do things that you don't even know that there was a problem, you know that. Um, so I'm very excited to see where we go in the future. Um, and I definitely, definitely think that we've got a big wide future, you know, with, with all the new young people that are coming in and not taking over, but certainly learning from learning from their mentors and getting excited to to make their own impact. Well, and also help, they're helping show the way on technology and where the future is going to go from here. So, um, no, Ashley, thank you, thank you for uh, your help down in Florida with us with some things. Thank you for being involved at both uh, local, state, and then now even uh, at the international level with us. Um, Everybody out there, um, Ashley Metz, you're going to hear that name in the future because she's going to continue to to uh, to be out there for us to to see how what all the great things that uh, that she does. So, uh, Ashley, I appreciate you taking time out from your busy schedule to to join me, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you again uh, in, in in the near future, especially once you once you get that license. Most definitely, Tim. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. Well, that'll wrap us up for this week of Surveyor Says. We will have several more conversations coming up uh, with a lot of FIG attendees and just kind of recapping what uh, what was a great uh, great several days as, as, as Ashley and I have sitting here been talking about. So uh, hit that subscribe button and we'll see you soon. Thanks. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says Podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.